Kids for Love. It's a project, a mission, and a radio show. Join Deborah Beauvais as she highlights her young co-hosts. Listen to their inspirational stories in starting nonprofits and their life work to help other kids in need. We'll learn from these conscious kids how serving others can heal our own lives while spreading love to the masses. We invite you to join in for spirited conversation filled with creative ideas and possibilities to start your own mission. Let's raise the bar together and cultivate a kinder world by getting inspired to help others in need. Kids for Love Project, celebrating kids that empower others. Welcome, everyone, to the Kids for Love Project radio show. I'm Deborah Beauvais, the host, and you're listening to syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. You can listen to us online, on your mobile phones, you can listen in the car, or even ask Alexa. So wherever you are, whether you're listening to iHeartRadio, we're there too. Um, And this is a live show. This is a special presentation today. Uh, And we have amazing guests. Um, We actually had the family on about a year ago, and this is um, Marion Whitlock, excuse me, Marion Whitlock's family, and um, we were talking with Caden, who had written a book, and it was the first book written for the family, and I want Marion to share the story again, because since then, and we touched upon it back then, um, that Madison was going to be writing a book, and there's more books to come. So it's it's amazing. I love this family. They are living their truth and making a difference in the world, and I just can't say enough about them. So um, today we're going to be focusing on Madison's book, but we're going to have Marion tell us the story again of how you got started with with the kids writing books and welcome to the show um marion madison caden and jordan thank you for having us again miss deborah um ha- hello everyone out there in radio land um thank you my name is, <laughs> um my name is marion and i am the mother of um madison jordan and caden um whitlock and um, we first started writing um, the books. I gave the children a um, task during COVID because they were um, at home with me um, at the beginning of COVID. So I um, gave them a task of writing um, because I certainly didn't know what to do with um, all of them being home with me um, during that time. So <laughs> I said, okay, if mommy still has to work, you guys are going to work too. And so they were um, assigned to write, and I just had them writing and writing. I said, you know what, you're going to write a, um, a book. And so they just decided they went off on their own and started writing books, and Caden um, um, started with his book, um, The Case of the Missing Baby, um, and he actually uh, wrote the book all himself, and he even um, – started his beginning of his illustration um, of, of the book. But um, I think he started writing when he was um, nine years old, um, and his book um, was published by uh, Miss Teresa, which we love, Miss Teresa. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but For yes, authentic um, publishing. Yes, 
Yes, and um, we love Miss Teresa. She is a um, a wonderful person, a wonderful soul. Um, um, we um, I wrote her because um, Caden just I just felt that his story needed to be told, and so he um, his book is about um, his brother. Actually, it's a, it's a true story. It's about his um, twin brother Cody um, Ryan that passed away um, at birth, um, and so he. For for years, he always wanted to know what happened to his brother, knowing that he was a twin. And so he decided he had a vision and um, one night and said, you know, I'm going to write about him. You know, he wanted to know where Cody um, went, where where he is now. And so he went on a journey to find uh, where Cody Ryan um, went and found out that Cody um, is in heaven with Jesus, and that Cody had a job to do up there. Jesus needed him to do a job, and so he also needs Caden to do, do a job down here. So once he got that understanding, he was able to come back and tell his family what happened to um, Cody, and that Cody is always with us. And he also wants to for others to understand if they lose a, a loved one, um, to understand that they are in um, a place, and they have a job to do where they are now, and um, that we have a job to do here on earth, um, and that one day we will see them again. So he wanted to share that story with um, everyone because it is a a book. You would think it's for kids because it's written by a child, but it has helped me um, and my husband heal from, you know, the pain of losing a child. Absolutely. And, you know, when I think about you as a mom and going through the pandemic with all the kids and coming up with this idea and then the kids taking off with it, there really is, there was a higher guidance, I believe, because you, in the, in the sense that if, if Caden had not written the book, the family wouldn't have healed in that respect. But because right. of your, the higher guidance coming through you and then coming through Caden, here you are. And not only are you all heal, helping others heal through their tragedies, but you're at the same, you know, simultaneously. So it's a beautiful thing. So I thank you for that. I thank Caden. I thank you. It's, it's just an amazing story. And I want, just to let everyone know, you can go on the Dream Vision 7 site and go on the Kids for Love Project radio show in the archives and listen to that show. It's a very special one. Uh, so don't miss that. Uh, and, and while I'm speaking to the audience, this is a live show. So feel free to call in and ask Marianne a question or one of the kids. Um, our number here is 833 and uh, Bob is in the house, and he'll answer your message and put you right through. So thank you for that, and is there anything else, Marion, that you wanted to share at this time? Um, no, I think, I, I also think that, um, that him writing that book, that was the first time that I was able to he Cody has a memory box, so that was the first time that I was able with him writing that book to open um, Cody's memory box from the hospital. So it gave me the courage to you know to deal with 
you know, the hurt of losing a child. So, I, yeah, it, it, it helps us all around, and I hope it's out there helping a lot of other people as well. Yes, yes, it, it, and there's something very special about that um, that you'll always have with you, not only you personally, your husband, and the family itself. So uh, it's amazing. So tell us now, I know that Caden and, um, you know, was, they were twins. How old is Caden now? Caden is 12 now. Can you believe that? He is oh, my 12. goodness. He's in middle school. <laughs> wow, Caden. Wow. So, gee, you're just growing. <laughs> what are you eating? <laughs> All right. So let's let's talk with Madison, and we'll be talking with Caden um, in a bit, as well as Jordan. And now Jordan is actually – for the listeners, Marion had two set of twins, and Jordan is um, is Madison's twin. So yeah. that is amazing. Uh, so a little bit about Madison. She wrote, what does Jesus do? And she loves to ask her mommy all kinds of questions. She is fun and lively. Um, she was nine last I knew, but she must be 11 or something. How old are you, Madison? I am 10. You're 10, so you're double digits now. Okay, so you love writing, reading, and drawing unicorns. You also love to play soccer and basketball with your twin, Jordan, uh, and older brother, Caden. Maddie taught herself how to play the guitar and wants to learn the drums next. Uh, She also loves to dance, and I saw Teresa sent a video, and I heard you sing. It was only for a few <laughs> seconds, but I heard you, and you were fabulous. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. So you like to do a lot of things, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, and and so what I like about reading about you, it reminds me of me in the sense of asking a lot of questions. And you are just full of questions. And as we spoke before, I think that's a good thing because that's how we learn about different things. If you don't ask, you won't know. Do you, do you think, that, do you agree with that, Madison? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So tell us what, what excited you about writing this book, What Does Jesus Do? Well, I was in the car with my mom. We were coming from a um, grocery store, and we were driving mm-hmm. back home. And then I found trees and stuff, and I said, Mama, what? who made the cheese? And she said, Jesus. And I started asking these other questions, and that's what gave me the idea to write a book about it. Good, good. So... So God is busy, and you were wondering what Jesus was doing. And I'm sure you probably have read that, you know, thousands of years ago, Jesus was here on earth, and he was teaching people what? Love, love and unity and embracing all of us. Everyone, every culture, every person, every woman, every child. And so have you, you've read about that, I'm sure, right? Yes, ma'am. 
Yes, but you were wondering what else is he doing now since he left the earth. Um, So what did you find out? I found out that he made my mama and he made you. And I found out he made the sun and he made the trees and sunflowers and other stuff. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's like, oh my gosh, how could that be? Um, yes, yeah, ma'am. so everything, us, we all came from the same source and we're just, um, yeah. So now when you realized that, did it make you feel more comfortable in understanding, you know, what he really does? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Did you have more questions afterwards? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and want to share one of them? I had asked my mom who had who had made Princeton. <laughs> so Princeton is our dog, and <laughs> so she she asked me who um who made Princeton, and I said, Jesus did. And so she just started, <laughs> okay, and I was like, <laughs> So it's everything, everything, every living thing, the flowers, as you said, Madison, with the sunflowers, it's everything, the plants, nature, we're all, we're all part of that one big, um, you know, unified energy, it's you know, and that that's what I think a lot of people need to realize that we are all one big heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So so Madison, what um did you have another question um after you wrote the book? I'm I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> I had a question about who made Jordan and Caden and who made the grass. <laughs> okay. And She's with full the, of questions. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? She is full of questions. Yes. And is she still full of questions today as she was a year ago? Yes. Um, now her questions are more, I guess, more widespread, I would say. She'll, you know, mm-hmm. she'll come home and ask me, questions about, um, we were talking about the sun, and we talked about, um, you know, the fog, and she's able to elaborate on, like, she'll ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, and so, but she'll have the answer to it now. She was able to tell me what fog was, and did you know this, and did you know that, so I was like, okay. Yes, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So, Madison, um, do you realize that you'll probably be asking questions all along because that's really how we we grow and 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 learn and and have conversations with other people about certain topics and I'm so glad that you asked these questions um, do you are there other questions that are that run through your mind that you want to ask now it can be anything and maybe we can help you answer that question on your mom's right here and your brothers who made unicorns (laughs) (laughs) marion 
Um, <laughs> well, unicorns are unique. Um, yeah. And I would say they are very unique. And we are all unique as well. So who do you think made unicorns? Jesus. Who? Jesus. Okay. Wait, what does Jesus do? He makes the sun. He, make, he makes the sun. Unicorns and my family and everything. <laughs> yes, yes. That's so true. And and then, you know, once you hear the answer, you can think about it, see if it sits with you or, as I say, resonates with you. And then you feel more comfortable I think once you have an answer, would you agree with that, Madison? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I would too. You know, one of the things I read in the book that, that I really liked, you said, the wind tickles your nose, and it really <laughs> does. And, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even notice the wind tickling their nose because they're thinking about work or what they have to do or, you know, maybe they have to go shopping for groceries like you mentioned and or different things. Maybe you're being driven to soccer or like I'm after, after the show, I'm bringing my grand girls to dance. So you're not thinking about what it feels like with that wind on your nose and it tickles and and yet you're living in the present moment Madison and so you're mm-hmm. feeling and noticing everything and so that wind tickles your nose and that that really made me laugh a little bit and smile because I knew that you were feeling it right in that present moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Tell us about your singing. How did you get started singing? Did someone ask you? or And do you love singing? Well, when I was like eight, I started singing, and I had liked it. And then they had this talent show at School, so I asked my mom, could I sing? We had to practice every single day <laughs> to get it. And I, my mama called my auntie to see how I was. And she said I was a 9.5. And then I came oh. to a 10.10. <laughs> oh, I would say that you're a 10 now, too, after listening to that. <laughs> so do you want to sing more? Yes, ma'am. You know, some people have a gift in singing. You know how, like, every person has certain gifts, and and your gift is singing. And you know where that comes from? Jesus. Yes, God and Jesus. We all have we all have a special gift. And then once we tap into it and realize um, that we have it, and then, you know, it fills your heart with happiness and love and fun. And you know what? Some people don't know what their special gift is. And you're, you already know what yours is. And what what's really good, Madison, is when you take that gift, which is like your singing or even writing books, 
um, when you take that um, and make it your career or your goal to do in life, it touches people's hearts as well as yours, and it's your purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that sound pretty neat? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, and you're the one, and you're the one that's doing it. You've got the gift, but then you have to open up and share it, and that's what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. I thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else would you like to talk about? Well, you know what? We only have like a minute. So we'll we'll come back and talk some more, um, and then we'll bring in Caden and and um, Jordan. Uh, but I want to let everyone know that they can buy your book, which is "What Does Jesus Do?" by Madison Whitlock, ten years old. You can find it on Amazon, and you all you have to do is put in. What Does Jesus Do in Madison? And it'll come right up and you can order it. And it's a perfect time of year to order these books for your own children, your grandchildren, because I feel there's nothing better than a book where you can hold it, you can read it, you can have a discussion about it. And it's just fun. It's special. So um, so check that out. Go to Amazon.com. It's also, I believe, now on AuthenticBooks.com. Um, that's the publisher, too, as well. Um, and while I'm talking about it, when you're on Amazon, the case of the missing baby, put that in, and you can have Caden's special book and order that. Um, so we'll be back in a moment. Uh, I'll be back with these this glorious family. Um, so stay <laughs> with us. We accept each other. Kids for Invite the Kids for Love Project, an enrichment program, into your school, classroom, or wellness center. Kids for Love Project is focused on teaching kids unconditional love for self and others. The project is a journey into self-discovery. It consists of fun, creative tools to learn self-love, like I choose love, I am love, I stand in love, and utilizing one's energies with reconnective healing and tuning into one's intuition for inner guidance, plus connecting to our natural surroundings. Kids who hold love for self do not bully or harm others. Let's cultivate a kinder world that holds compassion for all. Teaching the power of love to our kids is the way. To learn more or to bring Kids for Love Project to your school, contact Deborah Beauvais, 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to our Kids for Love Project on Facebook. After narrowly surviving the attack on Sandy Hook Elementary, first grade teacher Caitlin Royd DeBellis was left searching for answers that would never come. Eventually, she chose to focus on questions that could be answered. How do I make sure this tragedy doesn't define us? How do we get our control back? Those two questions led her to found the 501c3 nonprofit organization, Classes for Classes. When gifts poured into their classroom, she decided they would help someone else by paying it forward and being kind. 
This developed into a social network which allows K-8 classrooms to connect so that every student in the United States can learn these crucial lessons. Classes for Classes' mission is to build students' social-emotional intelligence by connecting them to care. All C4C projects are crowdfunded. Any teacher in the U.S. can visit classesforclasses.org. That's classes, the number four, classes.org. Sign up today. Kids for Love. It's a project, a mission, and a radio show. And it's on the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come join Deborah Beauvais and young co-hosts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. and 4 a.m. Eastern to celebrate kids making a difference. We invite kids to share stories of those helping others. And teachers can share new school programs that are creating harmony amongst the kids. Let's raise the bar together and cultivate a kinder world. Kids for Love Project. Celebrating kids who are helping others. How can you make a difference on this crazy planet? Listen to nature-inspired stories and interviews with environmental educators for some new ideas. Sustainable Living News writer, nature walker, and youth educator Wendy Natterney Fashon hosts the Story Walking Radio Hour to talk about issues that matter and to introduce you to people who are coming up with creative, sensible solutions. Let's engage with Earth, with spirit, and with one another heart-to-heart to to solve problems and co-create more meaningful life stories. Tune in to Nature's Loving Vibes every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. here on the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Doll Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. The story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. We can make a Um, this is a live show. Everyone that would like to call in, maybe you're listening and you're a child with your mom, or maybe there's a teacher listening, feel free to give us a call. Bob is in the house. Um, You have a question for Marion or one of the kids. It's 833-220-1200. Again, 833-220-1200. Two two zero twelve hundred, and we are with the Whitlock family, and Marion is the mom, and she has she ha- she has created six kids, and there are three that are with us on the show. So I'd like to um, bring in Caden Jordan and say hello to them, and they are twins. And I'd like to hear, Jordan, why don't you tell us, um, first of all, what you like to do. Do you like baseball? Do you like writing? Do you like 
What are some of the things, or basketball, what are the things you like to do? I like to play basketball and soccer. You So you play soccer? Yes, ma'am. Have you been watching the, what is it, the World Series of Soccer? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. What do you, what do you think of that, how um, they're really committed to, you, you know, they're, they're out there batting their bodies around? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. See, I'm not that familiar with soccer as much as I am with football and baseball, but... Um, you know, I think I think there's I many of us. You do? Now, what do you like about it? I like when I kick the ball into the goal, and I like when I have, have team, team, teammates that have, can work, have some team, teams. Can have You're passing. Make. You're passing it along to them, and when they kick it along too? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, no. Are you, do you play soccer, you know, two or three times a week after school? Sometimes. Yeah. Good. So now what else do you like to do? Because even though you have brothers and sister, each one of you is special and each one of you will gravitate to something that you like. I like to watch sports, and I like to go to school. Good. Now, what grade are you in? Fifth. Very good. And so let me, I wonder, now, with Caden being the same age, are the two of you in the same class? The same room? No, ma'am. Oh, so do you get to see him, though, during the day, passing by? No, ma'am. You don't? No, ma'am. Oh. Caden is um, older than um, Madison and Kate and, and Jordan. Oh, oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Jordan and Madison are the twins. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. So let me ask you. If I'm sorry about that, Jordan. Gonna get my facts straight. Um, now, do you is Madison in your class? No, ma'am. No. Okay, so like here in Rehoboth, they have like six different third grades, and and so my grandkids have their cousins, but they're not in the same grade. I mean, the same class. Is that the same with you, Jordan? They have, I think, they have, uh, like, they have different hallways. So there may be, I think they may have, like, 12 different, about 10 or 12 different grades or something like that. Not 10 or 12 different grades, but of the same classroom, of the same yes. grade. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So they have, yeah, the school so. is kind of big. Um, I didn't know it was that big um, and had that many classrooms until you actually go in there. But they have several classrooms. So they see each other every once in a while. They may cross mm-hmm. each other's path every once in a while. All right. Well, thank you for that. So if there's five or six classes in Rehoboth of, say, the third grade, it sounds like your school is double the size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Wow. 
Yes. So do you have anything you'd like to share with us, Jordan, about I heard that you and your sister, Madison, and Caden are writing a book together. Yes, ma'am. Now, whose idea was that? It was me, Maddie, and Kaden. <laughs> okay. And, and what is this new book that's coming? What is it? What is it about? Or And who thought of that? It's the journey to Christ. It's what? The journey to Christ. Oh. Okay. So you're teaching other kids how to live a Christian life. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Do you realize how important that is? Yes, ma'am. Wow. So, like, are you, do you each have, like, ideas and you talk about it between the three of you? And then afterwards, do you tell your mom and dad and and get some feedback? Or how is that working? Yes, ma'am. They help us and they motivate us. Oh, good, good. So, Caden, let's bring you in because now you're the 12-year-old. And um, what have you been up to since you've written your book, The Case of the Missing Baby? Well, hey, Miss Deborah. My name is Caden Whitlock. Um, the Case Hello. of the Missing Baby was something that I wrote to motivate people that who lost had who lost somebody that they love, and I just want to um, pick them up and tell them that it's okay to lose somebody, because I did too. Yes. Yes. And when we talked before, you you felt like you got a lot of answers by writing the book from your mom, and, and that you did some healing, and you realized that you know, your brother is right with you. Yes, ma'am, I did. Yes. And you know what? Um, as we as we talked before, he's always with you. And he always will be. And I really feel that, you know, those that have, you know, that have passed can can see everything that we do all the good things, and they can guide us. So I'm sure Cody is doing that for you. Yes, ma'am, he is. Yeah. Now, have you been talking with him, too? Do you, like, say, hey, Cody, can you help me with this? <laughs> yes, ma'am, I, I talk to him every now and then, and then. Good, good. Very good. Is there anything um, that you would like to share about about your book or even this new book that's coming? Oh, yes, ma'am. I can share. I can give you a little info about our our book that's coming up next. Um, Perfect. Um, to, find, to find Jesus by going back in time and visiting places and people. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, were you the one that came up with that? No, ma'am. All of us did. Um, Jordan, Maddie, and me. And also my how, mom. She, she yeah, how sweet of you. 
Yeah, how sweet of you to include everyone. And that doesn't surprise me, Caden, based on our conversations before. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's wonderful. And so this book is going to be, uh, it sounds like it's going to maybe even have a couple of different, like book one and book two. Um, have yes, you ma'am. thought about that? Oh, yes, you've ma'am. already. Yes. This well, tell right us. Here, how... um, this book right here. We're probably gonna we're we're gonna start putting our books that we make in hospitals and stuff, so and children's homes and stuff like. And we also have our schools having um, copies of them to put them in the libraries at our schools. Yeah, I think that's an excellent um, plan because with you know, all the kids at school, it's a perfect place, and they're always looking to have excellent books in their libraries. And then and then going from there, I think that's wonderful. I mean, you have you thought about the three of you could actually speak, you know, like um, at the bookstores. There's still a number of bookstores out there, local ones, where you go, the authors go in and talk about their books and people sit around and listen and then they can buy the books have you thought yes, about that yes ma'am my mom she has something for me in her job that um one of her friends want me to go read a book read my book to her her daycare wow that's wonderful wonderful so that's what you're doing and it sounds like I mean, be, all of you, Marion, I've got to bring you in because you are just something special. You are. Yeah, <laughs> I, wa- I want to commend you on, first of all, having a beautiful family. But Thank that, you. as I said before, stems from you and your husband, um, where you've created that kind of environment of love, unity, and doing good things and asking questions and making a difference in the world. Um, so, um, and you work too, which is... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to thank you for all you are and all that you're doing with these kids because with the world the way it is, we need more parents that are really cultivating this kind of environment for these kids to grow and then pass it on to their kids. Um, Do you realize how powerful that is? Yes. I see. I tell them all the time, you know, I I always try to create experiences for them. so they will be able to, you know, later on in life, they'll be able to show and give those same experiences to their children or to someone else's child. Because you're right, with so many things going on in our world, some of the, sometimes we, we tend to forget some of the, the simplest things in life as to just spending time with a child, talking with them, and letting them um, be creative in their own way. And that's one thing I always tell them. If, if it's something that they want to do, um, I always, we always try to um, support them in all that they do. We have 
kids in archery, soccer, basketball. They're coaching um, different teams. So we try to stay busy and try to make sure that everything that we do is revolved around Christ and what he would want us to do. So we try to we stretch ourselves kind of sort of thin, but at the end of the day, we feel good about what we're doing. Yes, absolutely. And the, and the ideas that come from you, like taking the book and what else can we do? I know the, um, you know, Caden mentioned about, you know, reading in the library and doing different things like that. That doesn't mm-hmm. come out of air. You're actually creating ways and and receiving ideas on, and then mm-hmm. implementing them, and that's huge. Mm-hmm. And are you still um, are you still thinking to create stuffed animals and things like that? I know we talked yes. about it before. Yes, yes. Caden has his Cody bear. And then Madison, she wants, um, I think she said, I think she's a unicorn to go along with her. But then I'm also thinking um, something for all three of them with this book that they came up with. Um, We did some webbing for this next book. Um, And so we did the webbing and the characters. And I said, guys, this can go on to several books. um, Absolutely. And so yes. they are now wanting to have, I think we're going to come up with different characters and different animals and different um, icons for um, for them because this can go on and on and on. So, so what they have on their webbing um, chart, it's a lot. They're going to keep us busy, but it is a lot. They have a lot of ideas um, for what they want to um, express and also what they want to show other children that, um, you know, Christ is, 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 he's alive and he's alive and well, and they want other children to experience um, his presence in their lives as it is in um, their lives. But um, also he, he shows up in different ways in people's lives. So this book is, this, well, I'm, I'm just going to speak it into existence. These books that they're getting ready to come out with are going to be something to watch for. I'm excited myself um, about it. <laughs> I agree. And, and the reason I agree is because they're written by kids for kids. And, and the, it's the kids at the young age that we need to teach about you know, God, Jesus, love, unity, and all the good things that we all are, you need to touch, and people, kids need to feel loved. And that's, and I believe that that in itself is a key component to keep kids out of, you know, mischief or even worse, harming other people, whether it's bullying or even worse than that. Um, mm-hmm. The love, when a, when a child feels loved and using their creative juices, the furthest thing from their mind is to, is to harm someone. They want to make a difference. And so this is why I am so enthralled and happy and honored to have your family and talk with the kids because if we could just, you know, duplicate you, (laughs) put you on... (laughs) 
put you on a printing machine and and get <laughs> everyone to feel the way that you do, it would be you're just remarkable. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. So we're going to take one last very quick break, and we'll be back in a moment um, to talk more with the kids and Marion. We accept each other, kids for love. We are the Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Doll Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. The story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. Kids for Love. It's a project, a mission, and a radio show, and it's on the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come join Deborah Beauvais and young co-hosts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. and 4 a.m. Eastern to celebrate kids making a difference. We invite kids to share stories of those helping others, and teachers can share new school programs that are creating harmony amongst the kids. Let's raise the bar together and cultivate a kinder world. Kids for Love Project. Celebrating kids who are helping others. Edesia is a U.S. nonprofit dedicated to the dream of ending childhood malnutrition for millions of children around the world. Through the manufacture of Plumpy Nut and other nutrient-rich, peanut-based, ready-to-use foods, Edesia has already delivered life and hope to nearly 1 million children in over 26 developing countries. To find out how you can join Edesia's dream of ending childhood malnutrition, please visit ediciaglobal.org. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we are back. Um, Teresa Velotti, who is the owner of the Authentic Publishing, um, who actually published uh, not only Caden's book, but Madison, is listening. Um, Do you want to come in, Teresa, and chat with us? Sure. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. I'm so excited for this family. (laughs) You know, I have to tell you, this whole thing started when I got an email from Marion who said, my son wrote a book, will you publish it? 
Like, <laughs> well, maybe let's have a conversation, and that's how this whole this whole adventure started. An adventure it is. It has become an adventure in number one, learning. An adventure in um, in writing. An adventure in imagination and and helping others. What impresses me most, I have to say, I know I'm saying a lot of words, but as I'm listening to these children talk and listening to the conversation that's happening and how how incredibly giving they are of their time, of their resources. And, and um, I heard Caden say something about going to read for children in a library. And mm-hmm. um, I, I, there's just so many things that you guys have been doing that just like blows my heart up to three times its size. Mm-hmm. Mine too. <laughs> All right. I know, right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting yeah. to see what's going on with this. I didn't hear the title of the next um, the next book. I was dialing in when um, when you talked about that. So, which one of you guys, Hayden, Madison, Marion, who wants to tell me what the title of the next book is going to be? I want to tell you, Miss Teresa. <laughs> okay, <Okey> dokey then. <laughs> so, so our title. So our next book is The Journey to Christ, The Scavenger Hut to Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, I love it. I love The it. Journey to Christ, and what was it after? The Scavenger Hunt to Jesus. Oh, Scavenger. scavenger. That's neat, and wow. I can see where that's going. That sounds like fun for the kids. Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be interactive as well. So, Mom, Marion, you must be so excited. I am. I think this book here, I think they, um, I am very excited about this book because they came up with it themselves. And Mm. it was that, like but when they were trying to, they were explaining it to me and they were webbing it out. And I was like, oh, and they have, they're introducing new characters and how they're going to be working together on this, this journey and scavenger hunt. I was like, wow. So I'm very excited about it, how they have it yes. all mapped out. It is very exciting. Yes. I can see several books coming from out of this because how they are so stretched out. I'm like, oh. Okay, that that sounds like a whole nother book. <laughs> yeah, yeah a series awesome. for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and it, which is perfect because it's a step by step to understand and have things resonate. But I'm sure with the kids actually writing it, as I said earlier, it's kids teaching kids, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. it, you can't get better than that. I know. No, can't get better than that. And and no. these children, um, and, and Mary and I, Marion and I often talk about this. How these children are just like they're so creative. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they love their sports. Yes, they're so creative. And uh, Miss Madison, did you tell everybody that you're an incredible singer too? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. They're so creative and the ideas that they come up with 
they just like every time I I, I talk to um, to you, Marion, I get excited for these kids because they're doing stuff that a lot of kids um, normally wouldn't do. You know, they're interested in their their games on their phone or their tablet or whatever, and they lose that element of creativity once they stick their nose in those devices. I think and mm-hmm. um, yeah. to have those yeah, you know, the creativity factor wanes a bit, but they're just unbelievable. And I get the, I get the incredible privilege of having this group on my show um, on the 20th, so I'm really, really excited about that. Yes! Right, and, and that's conversations. Go right ahead, Teresa, and let everyone know. Conversations that make a difference, and it'll be on December the 20th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And we'll get a chance Very to good. talk to Kate, Hayden, Madison, and Jordan. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think your kids, Marion, should rule the world. Imagine them ruling the world. What kind of world we would have? Oh my goodness! <laughs> they would ask so many questions. And <laughs> But just, it would be so many questions, but they were just, and they love giving hugs. They give the best hugs. So, and they just love to, they just love to love. So, it, it, it would be, yes. I think it would be a great, a great place to stay. <laughs> right. That's what we need. We need the kids <laughs> ruling the world instead of the adults. Yes. Um, yes. 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 So, well, we're coming up. We only have a couple minutes before the end of the show. Um, I wanted to give out your website, Whitlock. It's W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K, Crew, C-R-E-W, Children's with an S, Books with an S, Whitlock Crew, Children'sBooks.com. Um, yeah. and anything else that you would like to leave the listeners with and thank you Teresa for being with us and, and, and um, coming on the show but I'll leave it with Marion is there anything you would like to leave the listeners for and um, before you do I want to thank so very much um, to Caden Jordan and Madison to share your thoughts and your books and the book to come. So thank you for coming on the Kids for Love show. You're welcome. Thank you. And Marion, what would you like to share? I would just like to share that um, children are a um, unique um, gift from God and just cherish every minute that you have with them. Um, and just love on everyone. Beautiful. What better way, and especially during this magical time, season that we're in, with all the miracles that are happening and such. So um, I want to thank you all for coming on. And then naturally I, 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 would, I would welcome the three kids back once they start that first of the series because it's something that everyone needs to hear. Yes. Absolutely. We will definitely come back. 
Okay. All right. Everyone listening to the show, share it with your kids, their kids, your friends' kids. Share it with the teachers. Share it with everyone. And be sure to um, order a copy of The Case of the Missing Baby Children's Book um, by Caden Whitlock, as well as What Does Jesus Do by Madison Whitlock. Be sure to order those. They're right on Amazon, and they're also on AuthenticEndeavors.com. Until we meet again, I hope it's sooner than later. (laughs) Okay. Um, Everyone out there, have a blessed holiday. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Until the next time, Kids for Love Project challenges everyone to create a way of serving others in need. Whether it's a nonprofit or helping kids in your neighborhood, we can all make a difference. The gift received in giving of self heals everyone and everything on the planet. Let's unite and build a universal circle of kids, all making a difference for a brighter world. Kids for Love Project, celebrating kids that empower others. To learn more, go to our Kids for Love Project Facebook page. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.